This is In the Trenches, Broadcast 50. Welcome to In the Trenches, where entrepreneurs, artists, writers, designers, inventors, warriors, and leaders share their stories of doing the hard, creative work that impacts all of our lives. Let the journey inspire you to do something worthwhile, build something bold, and create your life's work. And now, your host, Tom Morgus. Welcome back, everyone, to another broadcast of In the Trenches. Today's guest is Lisa Stiefel, founder of The Market Cultural Life. Lisa, how's it going? Uh, I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Doing great. So, Lisa, let's get into it. I want to know a little bit more about you. I'm checking out your website right now and at the Multicultural Life, and it says that you've lived in a few different countries. It sounds like you've traveled all around the world. Um, so tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got started, I guess, traveling. Um, okay, well, uh, I guess my my start in traveling, that kind of really happened um, uh, in my younger years. Um, my parents always liked traveling a lot on holidays. Um but they never really went anywhere outside of the U.S. Um, I'm from Philadelphia originally. Um, and uh, when I was in high school, I had the opportunity to participate um, in a uh, year abroad um, in a, an exchange student program. Um, and I also participated in another shorter um, exchange as well, um, which I thought was just, it was a fantastic experience. I you know, I learned so much. Um, and that experience was, it was more spurned by my desire to study different languages than it was by a desire to travel. So the travel for me was kind of secondary, um, but definitely an added benefit that I really enjoyed. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, my interest in language was, was kind of what, what, uh, propelled me forward. And along with that also, uh, my interest in culture. Um, and intercultural communication that kind of all came out of the experience of, you know, living in a different culture and learning to speak the language and learning to integrate, um, et cetera. So, yeah, so that's kind of where I got started there. Um, yeah, well, quick question. I, I, am I noticing that you have maybe a hint of an Irish accent at all? Uh, indeed, yes. <laughs> um, that's because I, I lived in Dublin for a number of years as well. Um, and... Yeah, and in in my heart, I'm still in Dublin. <laughs> so. That's great. Okay, so now tell us a little bit about. Okay, so that gives a, a bit brief background on that. Uh, you know, and in, in your 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 travels and, and pursuit of I suppose, uh, language. Um, uh, well, first, are are you fluent then in multiple languages? Um, yeah, so I speak German fluently. Um, most people, you know, when I when I meet them here and I'm speaking German with them, they um, they can't tell that I'm not actually one of them, um, and that just really comes from, you know, years of hard, hard work, um, developing my language skills. Um, and then I also went to Denmark to do my undergraduate degree. So I studied Danish as well. Um, my Danish is not quite as good, but I can, I can function in Danish. I can do everything that I need to do. Um, I can work in Danish as well. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's that. When people travel usually, you know, whether it's semester abroad or going to study abroad and things like that. I, I find that uh, there's generally a trend that at least uh, people that I know from the U.S., uh, they go to other English-speaking countries. Um, you know, what's it like to to dive into 
a foreign country where you have to learn a language um, to, to do something like that. Is that terrifying? Um, yeah, a little, you know, because you're, you're going to a place where you don't know anyone. Um, and you don't know, you know, will I find friends? Will I get on with people? Um, will there be people there who can help me if I have a problem or, you know, if I do have a problem and I, and maybe I'm not so good in the language, you know, how can I communicate what, what I need or, or, um, you know, communicate that I'm asking for help. Um, so sure. I mean, that's, that's all there. I mean, there's, there's a huge amount of anxiety connected with, um, with speaking another language. And, um, by profession, I'm an English language teacher. And I see this, you know, even in students, even if they are in a safe, friendly learning environment of the classroom where, um, they have a lot of work to overcome that anxiety, um, over, you know, speaking, if I say the wrong thing, will somebody laugh at me? Or if I pronounce it incorrectly, um, you know, will people not understand me? So, um, you know, so yeah, I mean, that's definitely there. But I think that um, ultimately, you know, um, people are pretty, you know, if you're a pretty friendly person, then people will greet you um, in a pretty friendly way. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, that's, that's what really counts and, and that's where it's at. So absolutely. Just again, pu- purely uh, out of curiosity, what's, are there any moments that stick out in your mind that were truly uh, like scary or wild or something that like really stands out when it came, comes to like at traveling into all these different, uh, all these different places, anything that, or not even scary, but maybe like exciting or something like that. Anything that, that, that stands out that was like, okay, that was definitely outside the norm. Um, yeah, I think what, what really stands out for me the most is um, when I made the move from Germany to Ireland. Um, that was back in 2007. Uh, I went to Ireland to do my MA. Um, and then I ended up sticking around for a few more years and, and working. Um, and what really kind of struck me was that like, I was going to an English-speaking country. I speak English quite well, I think. <laughs> um, but when I got there, my culture shock was unexpectedly high. Um, when I went there, I, you know, I was kind of assuming like, you know, oh, I come from an Irish American family. I have loads of Irish friends. Um, you know, this is not going to be any big deal. Um, not, not in the same way as when you, when you are trying to integrate into a culture where you have to learn the language as well. Um, but actually it was, it, it was kind of a bigger deal than I, uh, was expecting. Okay. Well, um, yeah, that's, that's that's a pretty interesting. I guess that is a little counterintuitive based on you know what you expect. That's, that's exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So tell us a little bit about the multicultural life and and possibly EnglishWithLisa.com. So these are both for those listening. The multiculturallife.com and English-with-Lisa.com. Uh, these are both Lisa's websites. So tell us a little bit about both of these. Which one are you focusing on right now and why? Um, I'm focusing mainly on uh, EnglishWithLisa.com. Um, the reason for that is purely financial um, because I'm, I make my living as an English language teacher. That's how I pay my bills and the bills need to be paid. <laughs> so, um, you know, that said, I do really enjoy my work and I really enjoy my students and getting to know them. And um, I find that to be tremendously rewarding. Um, and the multicultural life, I'm kind of also working on a bit more on the side of English with Lisa, um, because I think that that will need to have 
um, just more, more time for me to develop my ideas for that. Right. So I come to English with Lisa and this is actually something I've always wondered why I, maybe I don't see more, but I also don't go out searching for it. It's why people with, uh, you know, especially a, a, a skill set like being bilingual or, or learning multiple languages uh, and a you know, propensity towards that and, and they enjoy it. Why I don't see more people offering kind of what you're doing with your website right here, which is these, which is a few different things. It's it's language training, it's copywriting translation, which I think is, is awesome, and then it's um, you know writing in English. Now, but I'm curious as I look through this, is this specifically for German audiences? This website? Um, it's intended to be mainly for German audiences, and and I do believe that that will be you know the main draw, um, simply because I'm based in Germany. Um, you know, and in terms of like organizing, um, organizing Skype meetings for, for doing language training, um, we're in the same time zone. So that makes it a lot easier. Um, I have absolutely nothing against working with people from, from other countries. Um, in fact, I, I would be quite delighted, um, if, if people from other countries were, were interested in, um, using my services. Um, the time zone issue is one that, you know, we just kind of need to, you know, find a way to manage if it's a mirror time zone, um, you know, like one or two hours, then of course that's much easier to work with. Um, but, uh, yeah, but really, I mean, the, the internet makes, makes a lot possible. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned this was purely, purely financial or at least primarily financial. Mm -hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about that, what your goals with this, like, what do you actually want to create with this in terms of if, if income, if, you know, if money is the, the, the goal or if it's a financial, financial goal for this one. What are your expectations with what you're, what you're building? Um, that I can keep a roof over my head and food on the table. <laughs> sure. So, yeah. <laughs> so tell me, tell me about that. Like, what do you then, when you look at this and as you build this out, um, how do you go about starting from scratch with something like this, building it out and knowing that's, that's what you want to get to? You obviously have some key figures in your head. Um, what do you do to make that happen? Gosh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I mean, at the moment, um, you know, while, while, um, English police is, is sort of still in the baby, baby phases and it's, it's still, you know, kind of, um, under construction, um, uh, I'm working with, uh, two contractors, um, who, uh, handle, you know, on, on a freelance basis who handle, you know, getting, classes in for me and, um, you know, they handle all the admin and the, the acquisition and, and all that stuff. Um, so, you know, so that's basically how I'm paying my bills for now. Um, while I, alongside of that, build up my internet presence and, um, hopefully in the very near future, develop my, um, my online audience and I'm able to draw in my own, uh, my own crowd. Okay, so you're so it, it, the way I understand it correctly, if I'm wrong. So right now you're doing what you're doing essentially because um, this website looks like it's kind of it's more geared towards a it's, it seems like a freelance service kind of thing. Um, yeah. And then, but but for right now, but so while you're building this, you're also at the same time you're working for a company that that provides similar style services, or or how does that work? Um, yeah, yeah. So I've got I've got a couple of contractors who um, provide uh, in company. Uh, English language courses for people, you know, here. And those are physical courses where I go into the company and I teach the groups. Um, you know, usually it's business English, um, that they, that they need. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, work through that. Of course, um, you know, it is, I have a freelance contract with, um, with those contractors and, um, 
Yeah, I'm not sure what else I could tell you about that. Yeah, sure. Well, my next question would be, as far as what you're trying to build, you know, when when is it considered success for you? What is what is success for you when it comes to a project like this? Um, success for me is um, a if I can live from it. Um, B if I um, feel joyful in doing it. Um, C if the people that I am working with are joyful about working with me um, and feel that they have uh, they have achieved what they what they wanted to achieve when they come to me for a course. What do you like most about being in this? I suppose profession or this this industry um, in, in dealing with language and language training and, and things like that. There are a few things that I that I absolutely love about it. Um, one is that I always, always, always meet very interesting people. Um, so that I think that's just great. I've had the opportunity to work with people from you know from every continent of the world, um, with maybe the exception of. Australia. I've never had Australian students, but I have had Australian colleagues, um, <laughs> seeing as that's an English speaking country. Um, but yeah, I think that's just, you know, tremendously interesting. And, um, I feel that that really helps me to broaden my own horizons and allows me to learn a lot about, um, other parts of the world and other traditions, other cultures, um, gain other perspectives that I ordinarily wouldn't gain. Um, and the other thing is that I just think that language is really interesting. Um, and it's something that I could easily spend all day talking about. Um, so, so to circle back around, you know, I, I should have asked this question earlier because we, I asked you, you know, basically to find success when it comes to this thing. And, and my, now the second question that just came to mind, I thought to myself, well, how do you define failure if you define it at all? At what point, as you work on this, is there a, a is there a time limit on when you want this to get up and running, or is this like a lifelong pursuit kind of thing, or how to, how to you know what how like when do you know okay this is I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in the towel on this and move on, or have you just thought about it? that has not crossed my mind at all? Mm-hmm. And so this is something that you look at and you perceive as kind of a, something you'll be doing in, in, essentially into the future. No no time limit on it. There's no time limit on it. No no. Okay, great. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this, I, I think this is pretty fascinating. So what, what are your goals then with, with you know, get, getting this up to speed in terms of have you had clients already through this, this site? Um, well, where I am right now is that I've got my, I've, I've got my first client um, starting a course with me next week. Um, she came to me not through the site, though, but rather through word of mouth. Um, and I've got another client. I actually had my very first client query, um, which came, which did come to me through the site. Um, and I received that yesterday. Um, so I, um, yesterday I, I gave him an offer and I'm just waiting to hear back if, uh, he wants to accept my offer or not. What's the hardest thing about what you're working on right now and what you're doing with, with English Visa and all the other projects you're working on? The hardest thing, um, gosh, I don't know. That's that's a bit hard to say. I, I mean, there are kind of different challenges. I, I guess maybe the hardest thing is just to um, just to make sure that I that I make ends meet while I'm getting all of this stuff off the ground. I think that's kind of like my key worry, um, which is on my mind every day. Um, that's but a big worry, though, isn't it? it? Yeah, it's a fairly substantial worry. But at the same time, you know. 
you only have so much energy that you can dedicate to working <laughs> before you just kind of have to get on with things and, you know, and have faith in yourself and have faith in what you're doing. And for you, how do you, how do you know um, when enough is enough uh, when it comes to, to working, as you say? So how, you know, how do you find that fine line between pushing yourself as hard as possible, like not, you know, not, and, and, and trying, you know, working to achieve your goals, but at the same time, giving yourself rest. Like, what does that, what does that look like for you? Um, for me, I, I work when I have the drive and I try to do something, um, every day to, you know, have the commitment to, to be working at it and chipping away at it every day. Um, but when I start feeling tired, then I rest because I know that, uh, you know, as well, if I'm feeling tired, then I'm not going to be putting out my best work either. Um, and for me, like the, the immersion has really, really helping me keep my momentum and keep myself on task with that. Um, and having that, um, that group of, um, of other people who are, you know, going through exactly the same journey, um, trying to create their own projects and, you know, that we just check in with each other and, you know, see where we're at and see how we can help one another. And that for me is really, that's really the key to keep me going. You know, again, kind of come back to remember you, you pointed out basically three things that you were looking for with, with what you're working on right now. Like three three goals. Um, there was the financial piece, <laughs> the working with other piece, and then it was I think a personal personal satisfaction or happiness piece. So I, I'm curious. You're working on the financial piece. I get that. As far as the other two, you know, are are you are you satisfied with the people you work with, and, and are you happy doing the work you're doing right now? Absolutely. I couldn't. I I have never been happier. So, you know, I, I, I'm curious, are you planning to travel beyond uh, where you're at now? Like in terms of you're in Germany right now, is that is that home base for you now? Because I mean, looking at your website, it sounds like you move around a lot. Um, or are you, are you planning to uproot again and move somewhere else? Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's true that I that I um, have in the past really moved around quite a lot. Um and I'm starting to feel a bit tired of that. I'm tired of unpacking boxes and packing them again and, you know, trying to figure out what the heck I did with this or that. And then remember, oh, I must have given it away the last time I moved house. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I think that the future for me is fairly open. I mean, at the moment, I do want to kind of settle in a bit more um, here in Germany Um uh, maybe just kind of feel a bit more rooted. Um, but the future is indeed wide open. You know, who knows, who knows what opportunities will come along. You know, I guess segueing from that into, into this question would be a year from now, what, where would you, you know, if we were to do another call, where do you think you'd be calling me from? Or ideally, where would you be calling me from? And how would everything be going with your business? Um, a year from now, um, I think that I will most likely be calling you from Germany. Um, what part of Germany? I don't know. I don't know if I'll still be, still be based in the same, the same city. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think more than likely Germany and, um, where I will ideally be situated in my business is I'd, I'd like to, um, have a solid foundation down for, uh, for English with Lisa. And I would also like the multicultural life to, you know, be kind of starting to blossom uh, in its own time. Awesome. Great stuff, Lisa. Well, hey, I thank you so much for being on In the Trenches today. I really appreciate your time. It was fun getting to know you a little bit and sharing it with the audience and find out, uh, you know, just what you're working on. And I really appreciate your perspective um, on 
on culture and travel. I've done a lot of it myself. So just, you know, thank you so much for being on the call. I really appreciate it. Yeah, that's great, Tom. Thanks a million. I, I'm glad to be here and I was really glad to, to have the opportunity to connect with you. And um, I hope that people enjoyed listening. Definitely. I'm sure they have. And my question through a final one, where can people reach you if they'd like to get in touch? Um, there's a contact form on both of those websites. Um, so you can just click on to either Englishwithlisa.com or the multiculturallife.com um, and send me an email from the contact form there. Um, you can also find me very easily on LinkedIn. Um, if you just put in my name, Lisa Stiefel, S-T-I-E-F-E-L, um, you'll see my, uh, you'll, you'll see, uh, my, my profile there. And, um, uh, also, um, You'll see that I'm based in Germany, so so I'm that one. <laughs> Perfect. All right, Lisa, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks a million times. It was great. And that wraps up another broadcast of In the Trenches. If you're interested in checking out the show notes, just head over to tomworkus.com slash podcast to see our latest episodes. Also, I just wanted to give a quick update to fans and listeners of In the Trenches and specifically what I'm working on right now. For the past two years, I've been publishing books, my own and others, through Insurgent Publishing, my boutique publishing company. In the past six months alone, I've helped four individual authors launch their books to bestseller on Amazon, including Dan Norris's The Seven Day Startup and David Nihil's Do You Talk Funny, among others. And both of those books are still top of the charts months after launch. I've learned two important things from all this. Number one, that people still read books. And believe it or not, they're willing to pay for the good ones. And number two, the $60 billion book industry is only getting bigger and the barrier to entry is only getting lower, which means access to this market has never been closer to the average writer, blogger, or author. It is literally within the grasp of anyone who wants it. But you need to know how to approach it the right way, with patience, with a strategy, and with the right implementation and execution. That's why I've been able to launch so many bestsellers, many that are still top of the charts, because we brought great books to the people who wanted and would pay for them. No slimy sales tactics, just honest, powerful marketing. Now, I want to show other authors and publishers how to do the same. Four months ago, I launched the pre-beta to a new super secret platform called Publishers Empire. In that time, I've helped a dozen authors and publishers start to bring their ideas to life. And with their help and feedback, we've quickly developed what is, in my opinion, the best, most comprehensive publishing training platform in the world. And now I'm getting ready to open the doors up to a few more students. So if you're interested in being part of a tight-knit family of publishers who help and support one another through their writing and publishing projects, if you want access to over 100 HT training videos to take you through the writing and publishing process, if you want access to proven copy-and-paste book marketing and sales copy, stuff that we've used to launch bestsellers, And if you'd like professional book covers and templates, you could plug your own work into and look like a pro in minutes. And if you'd like all of that while getting the chance to be mentored by me, check out publishersempire.com and sign up to be notified when we launch. That's www.publishersempire.com. I hope to see you there. As always, this is Tom Morkus. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Thank you for listening to In The Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance, the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorkis.com. Never fight alone.
Join the resistance. <laughs>